The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, my friends. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive. Yeah, I'm back. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Later on today from 4pm. Anyway, we begin, of course, with Jürgen Clippity Klopp's Liverpool. Hilariously losing to Brentford. Excuse me, that's so unprofessional in the Premier League. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my days. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport. Be professional, Goldstein. <clears throat> Here's the fallout. The team from the town, they say, is just a bus stop in Hounslow, have beaten Liverpool for the first time in 84 years. A terrific victory that kills off any faint hopes that Liverpool have had for challenging for the title, but dents and damages their top four hopes too. It's a competitive race and Liverpool cannot stop spluttering and stuttering. We come out of half-time, score a super goal from Darwin, disallowed for offside, score a super goal from Ox. Um, and time, I think everything could have happened there in this moment. I think that was obvious. Then a lot of rhythm breaks, players go down and stuff like this. Didn't help and obviously with ongoing match time we lost precision, we lost accuracy, um, all these kind of things. Jurgen Klopp is suffering from a severe New Year's hangover at the hands of Brentford. Brian Ambromo scores Brentford's third goal. Stuart Atwell is being surrounded by green shirts who are protesting that there was a foul on Ibrahima Kamate. Jurgen Klopp is saying the same to the fourth official. The third goal should not be allowed, easy as that. And again, I know a lot of people see that differently, but that can only mean you never played football or you were not quick, because when you are quick and fast and you get a little push in your back, you lose balance. That's how it is. And it was enough for that situation. And because, so tell me any other reason why Ibu Konate should go down. Majority of Liverpool's problems at the beginning of the season was poor defending, not the midfield players. Because I don't care how good you are in midfield and how good you are defensively with your tracking runners or pressing. If your full-backs and centre-halves are letting people run off you and getting done on giving goes and one-on-one and you're conceding goals, no matter how good your midfield are. So I think it's a mindset thing. I think they've had so much success and for so long that too many of them at the same time have just become a bit complacent. There's a comfort zone there in some of their performances, like, I'm not going to get dropped. And every Liverpool player now needs to look at themselves and go, it might be me, instead of going, it's not me. Because the philosophy of most football is, it's not me. The lads have got to do better. Let's hear from the bees manager, the gaffer Thomas Frank. 
In some ways, the ultimate way would be to go toe-to-toe completely with these teams. But I think if we do that, then I think we'll be a little bit too exposed because they have a bit more quality. Uh, but a big thing, another part, defend well, but also the transitions were a key thing, um, where we knew we could play behind them and um, and that we could hurt them. So we did that very well. And of course, obviously, on set pieces as well. A West London reverse. Seventh, Brentford. Eighth, Fulham. Ninth, Chelsea. And uh, just finally from me, up to seventh now, Thomas. I mean, can you even start to think about Europe? Can the fans can even start to dream of, of that as an objective for the club? I hope the fans dreams a lot because I think that's part of being a fan. Myself, the players have big ambitions, um, but uh, we are very, very focused on the next game. I think that's a key. Laser focus on the next game, uh, max, ma- maximising, do everything we can to beat West Ham uh, on Saturday in the in the FA Cup and then try to end as high as possible. And they're having a right old sing-song to celebrate as they usually do as well. Jurgen Klopp on the pitch, greeting some of his players. He may have some words for them in the dressing room, on the coach, on the training ground in the forthcoming days. But that really was not good enough. Really wasn't. And let's bear in mind, you know, that Brentford did this without Ivan Tony, without their talismanic top scorer, without their main man. We all thought he'd be a big miss. Well, imagine what they might have done to Liverpool with him in the side. Brentford had two disallowed as well. And we will talk about how brilliant Brentford were. But Liverpool, wow, they've lost at Forest. They've lost at home to Leeds. They've dropped points against Brighton, against Palace, against Everton. They've looked a shadow of what they're meant to be, Liverpool. They've lost some of their magic without a doubt. They've posted the fewest wins, fewest points, most defeats and worst goal difference than at any stage of the other six Premier League seasons that Jurgen Klopp has been in full control. Yeah, it's a concern for him, definitely. So many seasons we've seen Liverpool destroyed teams, look good defensively and also great in attack, but they haven't got that balance right at the moment, that's for sure. Now, would you believe it? Adi Oladipo, Alex Cook and Scotty Minto were joined on the mid-morning show by Argentinian World Cup winner and Brighton midfielder Alexis McAllister. Super Mac said that the whole team wanted to win the World Cup for Messi, not just for themselves. Messi is given the World Cup. Here he is, centre stage, in his rightful place. Argentina are where they believe they should be as well. They're the champions. World Cup winners in 2022. We, of course, uh, wanted to, to win that trophy for him. And we knew how important it was uh, for, for his career and for our, for our careers. Uh, but we didn't feel pressure. Even though we lost the first game, uh, we were we were there and, and it was up to us to win it. So I think uh, the, the way we, we reacted after the, the, the first game was, was really important. And, and it's amazing what we are living now. You've come a long way in a very short period of time. Just sum up the journey that you've been on so far, because it doesn't feel like in any way you've reached your destination despite you winning the World Cup. But from where you've come before to being what I believe was Argentina's second best player in a World Cup winning side. Yeah, now it's, uh, everything is good and, and everyone is happy now. But at the beginning, it wasn't easy when I came here to, to Brighton the first year. I couldn't get the minutes I wanted and it was a huge uh, change for me. 
but I'm really grateful with the people who helped me to keep going, to to keep training and keep improving. Um, my teammates, uh, staff, managers, family, friends, everyone, everyone, they they know uh, how grateful I am. And yeah, it was a long journey. It was a tough one, but uh, now I'm I'm very happy and I'm very proud of of myself. Now, here's former Chelsea defender Scott Mini Minto and Talk Sports' Alex Crookie Crook saying very nice things, would you believe, about Manchester United's gaffer Eric Ten Hag and the job he's done at Old Trafford since his arrival. <clears throat> it goes then. You sure you're going to be in work today with that croaky voice of yours? Hopefully I will, yeah. I think he's been a breath of fresh air. And if you'd have sat here after they were hammered at Brentford, um, I mean, I switched that game off at halftime. Um, <laughs> That's and, the equivalent and, of going home, isn't it? Yeah. At half time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you told me that, you know, X amount of months later, United would be in the top four. They've lost one game in 15. I wouldn't have believed you. I think he has done incredibly well uh, to, to turn around a football club that, you know, weren't just drifting into the abyss for a few months you know this this rot has set in really since Sir Alex Ferguson retired I think he's the best manager uh, that's walked through the door since Ferguson I think he's got that aura that control that Ferguson had I'm telling you the job that Eric Ten Hag has done turning round the Titanic nothing short of sensational now staying with Man United here's ETH or Eric Ten Hag ahead of the game tonight in the Premier League with Bournemouth which of course is live on TalkSport I think we have a good team with the players who, uh, when all are available. But the many games coming up, I think, yeah, there is a need. But you need one who can have an impact. And otherwise, you're just burning money and you don't strengthen the squad and, and it doesn't help you. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood. Join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Hold that please, level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And here's the fallout from the two massive semis in Alexandra Palace in the darts, of course. It was live on TalkSport 2, don't you know? Yee! Anyway, here's what happened. 
I said, here's what happened. I said, I'm just saying in case Going Price is listening to this podcast and he's got two sets of headphones. You get the gag. Michael Smith just had that little bit too much rim all the way from start to finish. He didn't dip below the 100-plus average. Ends with 101.85, five-ton-plus finishes, 19 180s and 31 one-pulses. And a third World Championship final at the end of it all for Michael Smith from St. Helens. Michael Van Gerwen then coming back for tops and a 6-0 annihilation of Dimitri Vandenberg. And he puts it away. His average, 108.28. Statement made to Michael Smith. They will do battle tomorrow night. Smith, I'm sure, will offer more resistance than Dimitri Vandenberg, who has quite simply been blown out of this tournament. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back, hopefully, fingers crossed, on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm, if this voice thing holds up. After us at 7pm, it's Man United against Bournemouth in the Premier League. That's a TalkSport exclusive, don't you know? There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app.